Hello and welcome. <laughs> to unbelievable episode 19 <laughs> we've got some juicy stories <laughs> juicy today. juicy so good what do we have katie let's give out the menu breasts <laughs> we have big juicy boobies and we have twilight and robert Pattinson. what more do you want stay tuned for more sit back and enjoy another episode of unbelievable Right, Emma, I've got an article called Breasts Are Best. Okay, right. And this is from Christine, 42, from Lancashire. Okay, lovely. Not again, I sighed as I looked at the sink stacked full of smelly Tupperware and stained mugs. (laughs) It was the end to a stuffy July afternoon at work and I was desperate to escape into the sun and fresh air. Everyone else had clocked off an hour early to make the most of the sunshine. Yet here I was, stacking the dishwasher and cleaning up after my lazy colleagues when it wasn't even mug. my job to do what it. What are you doing? Go home. <laughs> yeah, like why is she in the office doing know. that? I was tired, fed up and at the end of my tether. Passive aggressive queen. I stared into the grimy sink and caught sight of myself in the tap reflection. I gasped. Looking back was not the tired, frazzled old me but a glamorous, buxom, blonde version. What? This Christine had shiny, smooth locks, clear, bright skin, and more curiously, a pair of breasts much larger than my own. What? <laughs> what the... I stammered, staggering backwards. I span around to the soup-spattered microwave and looked at the reflection on its shiny door. There she was again, this glamorous version of me. A strange sensation washed over me and a voice echoed in my head. (laughs) You know what to do. Breasts are best. She smiled and winked. Right, I've got two theories here. Either you've written this or it's that that Australian fiction. (laughs) This, This is not a real submission. This is either fiction or from Katie's brain because this, I don't even know what she's implying. (laughs) It's just a weird story. Like breasts are best. I stumbled from the kitchen, grabbed my handbag from my desk and ran out into the sunny street. A light worker and clairvoyant my whole life, (laughs) I'd had my run-ins with the strange and bizarre, but I'd never seen a different version of myself before. Yes, I'd once received a vivid vision from one of my spirit guides of us making love in a lavender field on the astral plane, but that was just a bit of flirting. This was on a whole new level. Okay, I don't think this is real, but I'm going to hear out the story. I'm going to... There'll be a little nugget that I'll be able to know if it's Katie or not. Ignoring the stairs, I wailed as I plonked myself down on the curb and put my head between my knees, taking deep gasping breaths as the cars sped past me. Wailed? Surely that's a good thing. Suddenly you're looking fit in every reflection. (laughs) Well, I guess it's a bit, like, disturbing, isn't it? Echoing like a whisper on the breeze, I could hear that mysterious phrase, breasts are best, ringing in my ears over and over again. What? Katie, if if you thought of this, you're deranged. You're delusional if this is real. (laughs) A few weeks passed after the kitchen vision and life became a boring slog once more. (laughs) I wasn't getting the... I wasn't getting the respect I deserved at work. As a result, I'd fallen behind on my deadlines and couldn't even bear looking at my colleagues. For for what? Because they didn't respect her. Yeah, but because of the way she looked. 
Or because she's leaving really passive-aggressive notes around the kitchen yeah. going, wash up, don't leave. I'm guessing that. Yeah, that'll be the reason. Not because your boobs aren't big enough. Because <laughs> that's where this is going. <laughs> enough was enough. At my desk, I called upon my two closest spirit guides. Dave, a deceased architect, and Geronimus Ward, an interdimensional fractal orb. As soon as I did, <laughs> an idea sprang to mind. An interdimensional fractal orb called what? Geronimus Ward. Geronimus. <laughs> You're, I meant to believe that someone is called Geronimus that isn't in your brain. Geronimus Ward, the fractal orb. As soon as I did, an idea sprang to mind. Genius! I exclaimed into the quiet office, ignoring the judgment I could feel radiating from the rest <laughs> of the a room. classic trope. Geronimus Ward, you never let me down. You gave me a smile from what was a frown. I sang happily. <laughs> oh, I see, I'm so annoyed because I've said fake news so many times I can't afford to lose any more points. But come on, anyone listening at this point is going to So know. are you calling it? No, not yet. I want to hear the rest. Because you you have written it well. <laughs> if if you wrote it, you've written this well. Enough for it to have been real nonsense. Hey Siri, I chortled loudly. How much does it cost to get a massive boob job? Okay, I found this on the web for how much does it cost to get a massive boob job. Check it out. I could sense everyone at work pausing their typing. I buried my face into the table, stifling the laughs that were escaping me. This would show them. What is she talking about? <laughs> if this is your co-worker, you're like, what yeah, a freak. Yeah, it would be so mad to see this. You'd, be lit- you'd all be texting each other going, did you just hear that? Siri slash Geronimus threw up some useful links. Siri slash Geronimus. <laughs> and I clicked through them excitedly. A frugal saver my whole life, I had enough to cover the surgery. I suddenly froze in disbelief as something caught my eye. In the reflection on my glass of water was the glamorous, buxom, blonde Christine. She was wearing a gorgeous pink frilly dress, dancing without a care in the world. What? Like I Dancing said... <laughs> in the reflection of her glass? Yeah, I think she's in like... In the office? She's like looked at her glass of water. Oh, that's funny. You're, you, you know the thought process. No, it's literally just said it. <laughs> I froze in disbelief as something caught my eye in the reflection on my glass of water was the glamorous buxom blonde Christine she was wearing a gorgeous pink frilly dress dancing without a care in the world like I said soul sister breasts are best no this isn't real I'm calling it but are then I'm so scared because I can't lose my points are again are call it right okay let me give you the way I did it before I'll give you the list of things that make me think that this is you First of all, the absolute hun queen reference of a boob job. We've got a weirdo at work. We've got the pink dress. We've got Christine, which is a, a real hun name, and Geronimus. Geronimus the hun name? No, Geronimus is something that you would think of and go, that's a good weird name in the fractal <laughs> orb. I've never once read that anywhere. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Carry on. It dawned on me that the vision of my glamorous self had predicted Geronimus Ward's advice all along. It all made sense now. Since the surgery, I've never been happier. I found love with Tim Staines, a kind <laughs> man who loves me just the way I am. What's funny is... We... <laughs> what, now you've got a boob job. What's funny is we'd known each other in passing for years and he'd never looked twice oh, at me. So he loved you who you are. <laughs> His soul must have suddenly understood the spiritual journey I'd been on. As for glamorous Christine, why, I don't need to catch glimpses in grimy sinks anymore. <laughs> I just look in the mirror. 
And that's the end of the article. Yeah. And where was that from? Chat's feet. No, I disagree. I think you've made that up. <laughs> you've got to call it officially or not. I officially declare fake news. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> it was Geronimus Ward, the interdimensional fractal orb. I thought you were going to call it much earlier than I that. I was really close, but because I've learnt my lesson from calling it so many times that I thought, but when you said chat is fake, I've seen all the articles now on chat is fake. I know what I'm expecting. I thought that. you were going to call it, like, when I said about the lovemaking in the lavender field on the astral plane i i deliberately went too far with that because i thought you'd already would have called it by then no i don't know so yeah so did you you enjoy it yeah i enjoyed it you lose your points though don't you no we decided last week that it's you don't lose points (laughs) yeah because i want to point out that i could have played tactically and done it next week made emma declare fake news on a story this week that's what i thought you were going to do and then still do it, but I decided I thought not picked, to. I thought you would have saved a story for this week so that I'd do it again, and then yeah, next week I like, lost, you idiot! Yeah, I lost the potential to make you lose points by doing it this week, just so you still could guess. But I might not have guessed it. No, if I'd done it la- next week, then I 100% would have had to, because it's the last episode. Okay, I don't think it was as good as Goblin, but it was very good. You don't think that was as good as the Goblin? No, I thought Goblin was really funny. That was Come way on, Craigie better. Boy was better. No, mine was way better than the Goblin. Hmm. You thought it was real, yeah, but that's only because I keep de- keep declaring fake news. That's the only reason. I' gonna give you. If you gave me an A minus, I'll give you a B plus. No, no, no. That's what you That was better than your one. No, I disagree. I am fuming. Emma. That's what you're taking. I'm not budging. I always budge. I always see your reactions, feel bad, and you never listen to me. Because that was hands down better how, than your one. How was that tactical? Because you you have written it well. <laughs> if if you wrote it, you've written this well. Enough for it to have been real nonsense. I'm getting a B plus, Katie. I have been absolutely robbed, and I would like people to come <laughs> for my justice no. and support me in this decision. No. B plus. B plus. Yeah. I've been ruined. Okay, so this one is a real news article that's in the mirror. And I'm not going to read the headline. I'm going to go straight in with the story. Okay. And there's going to be some curveballs along the way. Sitting next to her husband in a bar, Lauren orders a gin and tonic. She nods towards Edward and tells the barman he'll have a beer. The barman looks at her as if she's gone completely mad because the man next to her is made of cardboard. (laughs) (laughs) Lauren Adkins, 25. (laughs) Is, is married to a life-size cutout of vampire Edward Cullen I've the seen like before. Movies. Played by Robert Pattinson. Yeah. She says, we got hitched in Las Vegas last year and I'm sure we're happier than most newlyweds. People might think I'm crazy, but my flat pack R-Pats is the closest <laughs> I'll get to the real thing and he's the one for me. For as long as I can remember, I've been obsessed with romantic fairy tale endings. When I was a child, I watched the Disney versions of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves and Cinderella until the tapes wore out. As Lauren grew older, she became a fan of teen romantic comedies and expected to meet the man of her dreams on prom night. But it was not to be, and at 17, she found herself desperate and dateless. 17. She started college and moved out of her home, but every guy she dated failed to live up to her ideal. Then came the Twilight books and films, and the vampire of her dreams. This is Katie. (laughs) <laughs> I've read this before like it's actually ridiculous 
Lauren from Las Vegas says, If it was a different from any other love story I've seen before, after all, the leading character was as likely to suck your blood as open the door for you. I was obsessed. Leading man Edward was quiet and mysterious, yet superhuman and invincible. So who is she in love with? Robert Patterson or Edward? Edward Cullen, I think. Okay. Because Robert Patterson would hate this. <laughs> he would hate he would us so much. This was so weird. I actually Googled to see if he'd released a statement about this and he's just ignored it completely. <laughs> Leading man Edward was quiet and mysterious, yet superhuman and invincible. And so sexy. Ooh. I tore through the books and I queued outside the cinema when the film was released, desperate for my first glimpse of Edward. And when Robert Patterson appeared on my screen at midnight, he was perfect. I knew that very minute I wanted to marry him. A few months later in a record shop, I saw a six foot tall Edward in a suit. (laughs) Of course he was made from cardboard, but that didn't matter to me. Suddenly, I was taken over with an urge to have him. (laughs) I grabbed his rigid torso (laughs) and stuffed him under my arm before marching to the counter and handing over a $20 note. Then, cramming him into my car, I headed back to my The language is so aggressive Where I ripped off his cellophane and stood him at the foot of my bed. For the rest of my night, I couldn't take my eyes off of him. Then I started thinking. The guys I dated before had all been so hopeless. I might as well have been with a cardboard cutout. That's 17. All (laughs) 17-year-old boys are rubbish. (laughs) So where was the shame in taking him out with me? In the following months, besotted Lauren took Edward out more and more. He became her other half. She says, a friend who thought I was going mad said one night, if you love him so much, why don't you marry him? Her words rang in my ears. She was right. Why didn't I? Lauren went online to find a chapel where she could pledge her love to Edward Cullen. Sure enough, the Viva Las Vegas wedding chapel on the Vegas Strip agreed to carry out the service. They even offered a choice between a traditional minister and an Elvis impersonator. (laughs) Lauren says, I walked down the aisle in January in the white wedding dress I'd always dreamt of. I held the reception at an art gallery and ordered champagne and a five-tier cake to share with my 50 guests. The day cost £2,000, but I didn't care. I wanted to do it properly. We had our honeymoon in LA and I wanted to climb up to the Hollywood sign together. (laughs) For two grand, she probably could have hired Robert Patterson to come for an hour and just meet him. Wait for this line. I had to carry him and we had to do it at night because he can't be in the sun. But everyone makes sacrifices for the man they love, right? It's a cardboard cutout of a fictional character. And that's the story. I think she's confused between Edward and Robert Patterson. She's blended them. She's created her own thing. She's married a cardboard. (laughs) (laughs) A cardboard man. I don't know what... 17 is so young. It's actually really sad. Yeah. But I just couldn't believe it. I found it and I was like, yes. Like there's being a fan and then there's doing Marrying that. a cardboard cutout. And then your friends are saying that you're slowly going mad. Oh, I don't even really, really like weird. laugh at that. Yeah. Oh, come on. It's so weird though. Especially <laughs> when you know what Robert Pattinson's like. He doesn't even like Twilight, let alone someone <laughs> marrying a cardboard cutout. I do want to know Robert R. Pats's take on it. No, I do. What did he say in that interview about R. Pats that he would like? Strangle <laughs> whoever like yeah. invented that, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. But she married the cardboard R pants. Well, I just thought it was brilliant. It's odd. It's certainly odd. Um, it was almost you. <laughs> no, in a parallel universe, no, that was Katie. I was never into Edward, actually. <laughs> I liked Jasper. <laughs> Team Jasper is not one of them. <laughs> he was the funny one. Come on. If you hadn't heard that already, you would have thought I was making it up. No, I've already read it. That's what I'm saying. If you hadn't heard of it... I wouldn't have thought you'd made that up. 
Really? You I, I believe there are multiple women married to cardboard Robert <laughs> Pattersons. There'll be multiple women married to cardboard Harry Styles. <laughs> that, that, that's me and that's you. <laughs> there is just an absolute... Yeah, no, it doesn't shock me at all. I don't think that's unbelievable. You you don't think marrying Edward Cullen as a cardboard no, cutout and climbing... Weird. Wanting to go to the Hollywood sign and having to do it at night because Edward can't be in the sunlight. <laughs> That's re- it's really weird. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not arguing. Why is she following odd. the rules of the vampire world for her yeah. cardboard companion? Um, like, I'll give you set a sit. <gasps> You're doing that because of the bee. No, That's I'm not. really no, annoying. I'm not. I yes. don't think that's unbelievable. I've read it before. I'm not shocked. Like, we've done weird marriages. Are you joking? If you told me she You've was over- married to the spirit of Robert Patterson or something, that's more But then I'd people. be making it up. No one is married <laughs> to the spirit of Robert Patterson. I just think it's too a penny. Oh, you only know about this because you're a diehard Twilight fan. Most normal people, anyone listening won't also, know that there's a I want a to clarify that I'm not a diehard Twilight She <laughs> genuinely is. Katie, I last post on Instagram and say that you're going to watch Twilight. <laughs> Um, anyone listening has not heard that story I'm not shocked I'm six and I'm not budging (laughs) you do me dirty every week I didn't even do you dirty this week I was honest yeah I'm being honest now I'm not that shocked I thought this is perfect because I was looking woman marries duvet woman marries marries roller coaster I'd rather see married to a duvet why? That's funnier than a vampire. Yeah, <laughs> it's vampire a figure cardboard. that loads of people want to marry. Like, no one wants to marry a duvet. That's unbelievable. What about that? Say, I was like an Eiffel Tower that someone yeah, married a Nintendo that. character. There's a really good documentary on Channel 4 about it. <laughs> <laughs> There's one woman that marries a fence post. Yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> one of them married the Berlin Wall and is absolutely devastated because it got taken down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Emma. Ugh. That is episode 19 of Unbelievable, a penultimate episode. And to anyone that doesn't know what penultimate means, next week is our last episode. (laughs) High expectations of our listeners. (laughs) The stakes have never been higher. We have no prize for the winner, no punishment for the loser. Yet. (laughs) Stay tuned, see you next week.